This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast... You can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse, and thanks for the beer. Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea. Yes? Thank you for asking. I would like to take you two out to lunch. Are you game? Let's do it. Where are we going? We are going to the Lowry. I love the Lowry. It's one of my favorite places. They have such good apps. And there are various ways that they can serve you. Three ways. First, we can go inside. Or you can order online for the Lowry from one of their delivery partners. Or you can pick it up from the restaurant. Should we go inside, though? Yeah, let's go inside. Let's Let's have some breakfast. Okay. And then we'll get some food to go. And it's all my treat. Can we get yes. food for like three days? Um, I'm just asking for a Dawn, friend. I think you're kind of stretching <laughs> my right. generosity, but they do have amazing breakfast and mimosa yes. flights and Bloody Marys. But Don, I don't think you can get the Bloody Marys to go. All right. Ooh, and it's Bloody Marys all day, every day. Well, but I, I thought Mama needed a beer. Don't you want some free house beer at the Lowry? Yeah, actually, let's do it all. Why not? <laughs> I'm Dawn, thirsty you and I get out. I guess I'll be driving. <laughs> you, you are driving. Uh, you can make reservations. You can check out the menu. You can order pickup and you can order online at the LowryUptown.com. No Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis no! in the morning. Oh, okay, okay. We, we get it, we get it, Joan, we get it. Live on my talk on 71 and live streaming all over the earth at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day, which she's not threatening to leave me, to become the world's very first totally nude flutist, queen of the flute, Alexis Thompson. Oh, Camp. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. <laughs> happy Friday, Don McLean. No, happy Friday, <laughs> Alexis. And good morning to Kenny as well. Good morning. morning. Good morning. And good morning to all of you on this Friday, October 23rd, 2020. 6.03 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to your weekend. Welcome. We have a couple of them today. Welcome to National iPod Day. Welcome to National Boston Cream Pie Day. Welcome to National Mole Day. Welcome to National TV Talk Show Host Day. Welcome. And that's about it. And oh. welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. coffee. 
And can we get I, it. And this may seem like a joke, but I'm not. I don't know what her financial status is. Miss um, Dunaways, I'm sure she's fine. Oh. But I am not. I think you know where I'm going to go here. Here is where if I was her business manager or her new manager, um, she for well, OK, that movie came out in 80, 81. She has missed decades of revenue. No kidding. If she, if she would have embraced oh, this, every yes. ga- every gay bar in America oh would have paid her thousands oh. of dollars uh, to appear at events. Think uh, of the, the merch too. Geez. Oh, the the merch, the, uh, the gays, the shirts. Oh, oh the gays, the strings. Yes, the gays would have bought her four houses in Malibu. <laughs> she, I'm not joking yeah. because we. I, I don't want to speak for all of my people, but we love. I mean. That scene is played, you know, gay bars famously, especially in the early 2000s. I haven't really been to one recently, but, you know, they, the the video bars would have, you know, music video and then they would play a campy clip. And that the Joan, the Mommy Dearest clips are I don't care where you are at any minute of the day. Mommy Dearest is on a screen in a gay bar somewhere in America. Yes. And yeah, and she missed out if she would have embraced it. I'm not even kidding. She, it's like all the stars that do these conventions. Right. They make a ton. I mean, you can laugh at them and think, oh, this is a sign of the twilight of the career. Yeah, charge for an autograph. It's like, because this is my bread and butter, and you're Mm -hmm. here to stare at me, so. Might as well make some cha-ching. Bread and butter. It's like bread and golden butter. Yeah. I mean, they they oh, make yes. They make, well, Lex, you know this. I mean, yes. you know it better than all of us. Uh, the, the the amount of money they pull in from these events. Oh, it's crazy. Not only they can charge for the this their signature, a yeah. photo, both. They're selling their merch. VIP, they're promoting so that you can talk to them personally. I've done yeah, it. Yeah, dinners, exactly. <laughs> they're promoting, you know, other projects that they're working on as well. They bring merch and sell that at all the Comic-Cons. And, yeah, Don, you've done that? What, yeah. What was it? For was Nathan it? Fillion? It was Nathan Fillion. That's right. Oh, I love him. He, you know, if you don't know who Nathan Fillion, he's a star at Castle and Firefly and a bunch of other stuff. And it was actually a steal. We went to um, Chicago Comic-Con, and we had a VIP pass just for him. And if you're a big fan of somebody... You need to do that because at these large conventions, you won't get even close. You'll wait for no. hours. Mm-hmm. And with these, you get to the front of the line. You get into the, if they're doing a panel, you get into the room first and sit up front. Um, you, you know, you get an autographed picture. You get a photo with them. It was, I think it was 75 bucks for the whole weekend to be a Nathan Fillion VIP. Oh, so, nice. you know, my daughter and I both did that. And I mean, we had to pay for the ticket into the convention as well yeah the basic price but for him his vip that's not bad yeah no. i especially I went, yeah with the access you get it's amazing i went to one in la um by the by lax and i met uh, well my friend i went with hey hey haley she had a crush on the the gentleman that played flash gordon in the 80s flash gordon movie she got to meet him. Um, I got to meet uh, one of the stars of Knott's Landing. I, I, I'm not going to say her name because no one would know who she is, but uh, she was like a, a secondary character. I got to meet her. I got to mar- uh, meet Kim Richards. Remember that, Lex? I met yes. I, I, I met Henry That's Winkler. Right. I met the Fonz. And the Fonz, I paid a little, like Dawn said, I paid a little extra money. 
And I spent a good same thing with Kim Richards. Kim it's Richards so basically, nice. yeah, Kim Richards basically uh, invited me to have some pasta salad with her. I mean, I nut or butters, but if you Dawn's, I'm so glad. If you, you're right. If you are a fan of any of these people. Do spend that money because you actually do get a decent experience, unlike these crappy meet and greets after a concert where you get about seven seconds with them. Now, mm-hmm. in con- in comparison, I would never pay for that crap because it's not worth it. Yeah. It's just not. No, this is good. I mean, he, he you choose a photo for him to sign. They have yeah. them all sitting out there. And the one I chose he he's like, oh, I loved this moment. And he told me like, he goes, I've never told anyone this before, but and he like told a personal story about one of the actors in the picture and a moment they had during that scene. And my daughter and I were just standing there going, I can't believe that he's doing this like his booker person was like, "Okay, we got to move people along. And he was just (laughs) so nice. Like they get it. These people that do these things, they get it that this is the kind of stuff that we want. And they completely you know the good ones. Yeah, and if they're bad, they they're they're not asked back. They're, yeah, they just they, don't really work as much. Exactly, or they fight. Know thyself, maybe. You know, yeah. you have one yep. experience, you're like, ooh, not for me. Right. But right. the ones who really get it, they make a killing. They yeah. really do. And someone from the convention who works for the Comic Con, whatever it may be, they they are with them and make sure you know they get their money and mm-hmm. you know, they meet that minimum. So yeah. Faye Dunaway, Dunaway, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. You could have made money from the gays. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> Six, yes. 613. When we come back, there is ice next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. The 1979 Cordoba. Perhaps its essential luxury can be known only by driving it, for this is a liberation. A new freedom, a most rare experience. As you turn and climb, there is a feeling of continuous achievement. Cordoba. Classic styling, uncompromised comfort. Cordoba, the contemporary classic from Chrysler. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Faye Dunaway, uh, R- Ricardo Montalban knew how to endorse crap. I mean, he, <laughs> right. he endorsed yeah. uh, uh, Cordoba's. He made more off oh. the Chrysler deal than he did in one season of Fantasy Island. Uh, that is not a joke. Wow. Yeah. So, hashtag just saying. That's Jason just the Al- beginning. Yep. yep. Jason and Alexis uh, in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Uh, Angel. Angel Toro. Legend for many things. Uh, but probably most. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Most known for his yard sale season tips <laughs> and, of course, his legendary music skills. Am I right, Lex? Oh, right. Yeah. He's yeah. rapping. I guess. Would that be considered rapping? I don't know. Sure, I guess so, yeah. So it's just an impromptu song that he really didn't uh, rehearse in advance or write any lyrics for. It was just, you know, freestyle. Yeah. And what was, Lex, not that we need a reason, but uh, because there is a little bit of ice, but what made you you think of our legendary winter song, (laughs) There Is Ice? What made you think of this? So yesterday, as it looked like it was snowing, it was turning to rain, and then I just saw so many people slipping and sliding outside Mm -hmm. that... I just started singing it to myself, and I was like, yeah, there is ice. There is ice. And then a bunch of tweets, too, came in from my talker saying, oh, there is ice. There mm-hmm. is ice. Here we are already, October, well, 22nd at the time, this- already singing this song. Usually we play this later, of course, because yeah. there isn't much ice right now. Mm-hmm. And and Dawn pulled out the, the ancient Jedi texts and the annals of our show and we found out this is the earliest we've ever played This Is Ice. We've yeah. never played it to kick off the winter season this early. So, ladies and gentlemen, on this Friday, October 23rd, 2020, for the first time in 2020, here <laughs> is Angel Toro's chart-topping hit, There Is Ice. Hey, you be careful as you're driving. The roads are slippery out there. Hey, you Minnesota roads are wild. Be careful and don't sleep everywhere. Going to the road, there is ice. Going to the left, there is ice. Going to the right, there is ice. There is ice. There is ice. Going to the bridge, there is ice. Going on the bridge, there is ice. There is ice. There is ice. Everywhere, y'all. There is ice. Hey, you, I want you to be safe. Be careful and don't do anything stupid. <laughs> hey, you, just go to the bank, the store, anywhere to be safe. <laughs> Going to the road, there is ice. Going to the bank. There is ice going to church. There is ice. There is ice. There is ice. Getting a cup of coffee. There is ice. Going to the store. There is ice. Going to your fridge. There's a lot of ice. There's a lot of ice. There's a lot of ice. Hey, you just wanna be you safe and care about everyone out there. Want you to be safe, and he cares about everybody out there. Angel Toro with There's Ice. Um, no matter how Classic. many times I hear that, my favorite part is and will always be squeezing a lot of syllables into the getting a cup of coffee. I mean, that's my getting a cup of coffee. That's my. I wait for it. It's at the end. Get a cup of coffee. Getting a cup of coffee. He needs to get before that next beat comes. He needs to get that into the song. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh. <laughs> a lot of ice in that. your fridge too. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kenny, you've never heard that. Oh no. It, 
is that just free form or is yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. And then Rocco it. put a beat bed behind it. Yeah. Oh. How do you like it? Acapella. Holy cow. I'm surprised Warner Brothers or somebody reprised or somebody hasn't Seriously? called them and signed them up for a five album deal. Yeah. Right, Kenny? Serious. It's a little eyes. There's a little eyes. There's a little eyes. Get a cup of coffee. Get oh, yeah. a cup of coffee? <laughs> Going to the fridge. Going yeah, there's the fridge. a lot of eyes. There's a lot it's of right eyes. There. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Project Don and Dirty oh. 2020 classic radio drama presented by Dr. Anesthetics and 360 Painting Minneapolis. Uh, thanks to our funds, our, our matching donor donation partners, Voyage Healthcare, Phil Olson, Senior Mortgage Planner with Cross Country Mortgage, AARP, Crescent Tide Cremation, and others. Find out about Project Down and Dirty on our website. Stay right there. We'll be back right after this. Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. Name a part of the body that gets bigger as adults get older. Freddy, penis. This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. Well, it's factual. Well, that's something to look forward to. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, me too, Kenny. I, I hope that happens when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Jason and Alexis, right, Kenny? I mean, I, said, I just said Fred and I. We can only hope. Well, we can only hope, Kenny. It's, uh, it's our only hope. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one on this uh, Friday, October twenty third, twenty twenty. Are you looking for talent? Uh, mm. Are you a producer or director? I, I sound like one of those infomercials of the nineties. Yeah. But uh, are you looking for talent? Are you a movie director? Well, mm. Alexis can help you. What's what's what? What is this app, Lex? This is really cool. Yes, there is a new app. It's a startup. It's called Impact Creative Systems. They've spent the last two years connecting up and coming talent with studios. And we're not just talking about actors, but we're talking about screenwriters, behind the scene folks, uh, other professionals, directors. Uh, so what's great about this is that it is the there's some major star power behind it. Brian Grazer and Ron Howard. They are the stars behind uh, filmmakers, you know, who yeah. are saying, hey, we have a problem here. It's It can be really hard to find promising writers. And going through the, he calls it, Ron Howard said, development hell, that it's just really hard. It's flawed. This is a great way that you can uh, set up a profile on there and that creatives can find you and get you work. Which, of course, right now is always welcome. I mean, just in general, uh, it, just being in the, that industry, it's hard going from gig to gig and you know trying to figure it out. But um, this is a great way to do it. They're bypassing a lot of, you know, agents and different things that you know if they're just trying to look for someone quickly. Now, I, actually, now that I say that, I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing. Uh, but if you're representing yourself and maybe you get an agent after that, you know. That could be good. Either way, it's a great way to find talent and to find work. Well, whether it's whether it's necessarily good at the moment, it's the natural progression with this type of thing. Think about the music industry. I mean, you used to have to, and and to some degree, people still do, but used to have to perform in CD bars and and pay you know quote unquote pay your dues, and used to have to wish that a record executive was coming into your town um, and, and and able to go to one of your gigs. Now, 
it's the Justin Bieber thing now. Oh, uh, and Sean and Sean Mendez, you know, Ellen uh, helped his career. Uh, Justin Bieber, the same thing. He, he just made started making his own music on or music videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Someone saw it, and 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 there we go. This is the same type of thing, just more of a, a one stop clearinghouse. I, oh, yeah. I think it's good. I think it's, it's good. It's pretty awesome. They also have a program for screenwriters and writers. If you um, are you have an idea, they have this free to apply accelerator program. Uh, let's see, eighty seven writers have already gone through it, and it basically it's a workshop for your scripts. So this oh. is just, and this app is just another offshoot of it. It's called Impact, and um, so you can you can get that and check it out, see what they have to offer. Don, what do you think? I mean, you're the only one on this show that has ever dealt with screenwriting. Would this be something that you would do? Do you think it's a net positive for creatives? I would say um, yes, as long as people know how to protect themselves when it comes to their mm, their intellectual, um, property. intellectual property. They need to be able to register their screen screenplays yeah. and their ideas, even to just have your ideas floating around out there. Is this just a way for industry people to steal people's ideas? I'm yeah. sure that it would get a lot of bad press if that was the case, but um, I'm sure it's not just Brian Grazier and uh, who else? Ron did Howard. Ron, Ron Howard. Howard looking at this stuff. They just developed the app. So I would just be careful because the reason why you have agents and the reason mm-hmm. why you have people yeah. who they're there to protect you. Um, and if you're not union, if you're not, um, with an agent, you're kind of just out there, you know, without any protection. Right. That's the only thing that worries me about it. But especially if you don't know your way around the business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really what this is kind of for. So, yeah, you can always, um, submit your screenplays and upload them. Uh, to the WGA, which is the Writers Guild of America. That's what I do with my scripts. And it just, it's like $30 to register your material so that it's protected. Uh, So if you pitch it to anybody, you are like, here's my WGA number for this project, and they won't mess with you then. Uh Oh. 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 Don, you you taught the three of us something. (laughs) We we learned something, friends, in our six o'clock hour today. Isn't the script when it's just a it's just um, an outline um, and an idea? You should uh, you know there's restrictions on what you can you can't just like throw in a log line and say this is which Love is story. like basically just a, a paragraph sum summing up your idea. You got to have more than that. Yeah, um, that but makes sense. yeah, just research it if you're out there just throwing out your ideas willy nilly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Protect like- yourself. I mean, traffic reporter moves out in the woods, starts to raise a family of squirrels. You have to do more. You have to put more than just that line. How many million, how many million dollar ideas have I given away over the years? Right. Other people have done or how many people have tried to steal my Twitter act? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people used to um, bypass this just by mailing it to themselves. Because that's a federal, you know, if you have it stamped with, um, if you have an envelope that is marked with a a time stamp, you know, then then that kind of protects yourself in court also. Like if you Uh mail yourself your own script in February of 1990 and then you pitch it to somebody in 2000 and all of a sudden it ends up on their network, you can go, look, this, this actually existed with this 
post office stamp before then. Mm-hmm. And it's a way to, the poor man's way to protect their work. Nice. I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know the mailing thing. We now, we learned two app- things today. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I wonder if that app covers this. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just leery about things like this, and I'm not saying oh, yeah. it's not a good thing, but it's called Impact What, Alexis? It, Impact is, it the- is the app uh-huh. um, that you can get. Um, and then let's see, their program itself. Um, it, the program is what started, and then this app is just an add-on. Yeah. They've, as they've been doing this, it's Creative Network is their the studio and the network that, they, that they're under to help with writers, and then this impact and does it cost you anything it doesn't look like like the learn to draw ads in the back of the magazines when we were kids and (laughs) send them a piece of crap drawing and they go oh my god you're an artist send us a hundred dollars and we'll we'll teach you to be better (laughs) oh right yeah no this doesn't look like it i think it's really in (laughs) it's they're trying to connect creatives okay yeah Speaking of creatives, I was right before the debate last night. I was loving life. I was. I got a text from my former producer, my good friend Carl. Uh, I, we've mentioned him over years, actually. Oh, Carl. <laughs> Carl famously was on our show in 2009 in a porta potty covering the inauguration of Barack Obama in 09 and um, freezing in a in a in a Washington D.C. port. Lex, do you remember that? I remember this is oh, one of my, my favorite days ever, on, the sh- ever. on the air. Yeah, yeah. The only time he could get a little bit of well, not quiet. It still wasn't even quiet, but just so he could hear us and we could hear him. <laughs> In the porta potty. Porta potty, yeah. Uh, and, and anyway, so and Carl went on to to be the producer of the Jason Show, and now I'm really proud. Carl now works for NBC News, uh, and 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 is part of the election team. Anyway, he texted me, and he New also York, loves so, Letterman. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he's a huge Letterman fan, like I am. And he, he texts me about Letterman all the time, and he said, "You have to watch the Lizzo episode." With Dave on oh. Dave's new show, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. So I pulled a couple highlights because uh, uh, Carl is absolutely right. This is my favorite episode of this four-episode season of My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. She talks in the middle of the episode. She talks a lot about Minneapolis and not just a awesome. passing mention. And, you know, we love that as Minnesotans. <laughs> we love it. We're mentioned. We love that. Well, we are mentioned a lot. Um, so, awesome. you know, we're, yeah, she talks about Edina, which I'm going to play you that clip. Uh, she talks about her encounter encounters with Prince and in, in a in a shock, I had to rewind it because I went what? Uh, David Letterman mentions our company. What? Um, yeah, he mentions uh, KSTP, and I was cool. like, now he bungles the call letters a little bit, but <laughs> y- y- you get what he, you know what he's talking about. So stay right there when we come back. Uh, the best of Lizzo uh, on David Letterman. And don't forget, follow us on social media, Lex in the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. And uh, one little fun thing, I'm mentioning this on purpose because I just talked about Nutrisource. I always say in our ads that all of us, and Kenny too on the, on the podcast, we only do commercials for things we really use. And yeah. I know that you may not even believe that. So I shot a little video when Colin brought home the new Nutrisource bag. And the dog's reaction is pretty priceless. No. Uh, uh, yeah, so you can see that Dude. on my Instagram, which proves we really do use this crap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be right back, everyone. 
Kenny's new favorite song, Thank You, by Dido. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071, live on demand and streaming always. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. As I mentioned, Lizzo is one of David Letterman's four guests on the second season of his Netflix show, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. Obviously, to us, Lizzo needs no introduction. But you do learn a lot about her. And it's it's looking back, and now I've watched all... I haven't watched Chappelle's episode yet, but I've watched the uh, three others, the two others. I've watched Robert Downey Jr., as did you, Lex, and I watched uh, Kim K. Yeah. Um, enjoyed them all for various reasons, uh, but this one... This one, I think, is my favorite. There's no audience because this was shot post-pandemic. So mm. they, they did it in Lizzo's L.A. home. And it was just a really light, fun conversation. And oh, I bet she has uh, a cool house. She does have a really cool house. Um, she did talk about it. And I don't know if it's one of the clips that I've, I've hi- I'm going to highlight here. But she did talk about how um, if she would have had her druthers, she would have stayed in the Twin Cities. Y- you really get the sense that it's not BS when people go, oh, yeah, I love Scranton. You know, she seems to really love the Twin Cities. I, I have a couple awesome. moments here that I want to highlight here. This is just a funny one. She talks specifically about living in Edina. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was like, oh, my goodness, it's hysterical. So, And you're going to notice I have to dip out of it for a second because she cusses. So uh, um, this will be some editing skills here. So here's a little bit of Lizzo talking about um, uh, living in Edina. But living in Edina was so bizarre. It's so rich and so white. Mm. And um, it's the type of town where, like, if I have an afro, they'd be like, oh, your hair looks fun. <laughs> so she, let me just dip out. <laughs> yeah. McCormick and Schmick, and I. She's talking about working at McCormick and Schmick now. Yeah, I'm from Detroit, so we say salmon instead of salmon. And I remember I got corrected so many times by the customers. They'd be like salmon, uh. salmon. I was like, oh, I'm being uh, the oppression. <laughs> oh, my God, you gotta watch this. Oh. <laughs> so then um there's another part where she does cuss and i'm gonna i can't it's a hard uh, i i can't get to it without her cussing but she talked about edina there and david letterman david letterman goes i've been to edina he said i i i interviewed there he goes there were two job openings uh available when i was doing weather because you know for people who don't know uh, David Letterman was a weatherman. Oh. He goes, there was an, uh, a job opportunity in Indianapolis. And he said, then there was a job opportunity at KSTP. Now, he mangled it a little bit, but he basically said uh, Hubbard. He basically said our, our parent Oh, company. my God. And he said, so he interviewed. <laughs> he interviewed for both of these jobs. And Kenny, you'll love this. He said he got in the car. <laughs> got in the car and they're taking him back to the airport and he sees this fencing he sees all of this fencing uh lining the medians of 35w and he's like and he looks at his driver and he said may i ask what's that fencing for and he goes oh that's our snow fencing uh to, to prevent the the feet you know the the foot and foot feet and feet and feet and feet and snow coming in. and david letterman goes okay and he goes at that moment he decided not to take the kids oh my yeah. god 
did. Oh. And he decided to go with Indianapolis because of the snow fencing. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, goodness. I wonder what year that was, because um, hasn't Dave Dahl been working for us since right around that time? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh. That would have been uh, mid-'70s, Kenny. Yeah. Um yeah, mid 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 seventies. Uh yeah, Dave Dahl here. was just turning thirty at the time. So Whoa. yeah, that's about the that's about the time Dave no. Dahl started. You are lying. Dave Dahl isn't that old. Yeah, he worked oh. at Channel Thirteen and um <laughs> let's see here. Uh yeah, nineteen seventy, uh, uh Kenny. Nineteen seventy, oh. uh er, oh, early seventy. Yeah, I think so. Let me. I'm, I'm quickly looking here. Oh no, I'm sorry, sorry. Um, no, yeah, 1971. He started making appearances, no kidding. and then he, uh, yeah, uh, and oh. then in '75 he moved to LA. So, then there we go. But it's it was just so funny. The, the snow fencing convinced Dave. Oh no, man, <laughs> too bad. Yeah, sorry, Dave. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a little rough. Anyway, uh, so then Lizzo talked. She continued. Like I said, there's a, a good chunk where she really loves Minneapolis, and you can really tell. And she really loves loved Prince. And here she is talking about. Um, the collaboration or how he really um, watched after her and really encouraged wow. her. Yeah. Here's a little bit of uh, here's a little bit of that exchange. Um, Prince had been doing this thing where he was cultivating young black women who were creatives and he was supporting them at uh, Paisley Park. Paisley Park was just what he called his, his home. A, a but big... it was more than that. It was it was like incredible. You know, it was like and you, a you, studio. You would you would go there once a yeah. week, twice a week, every night. What? Ha! Not every night. I wish. My relationship with Prince was like Charlie, and we were the angels. It was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first time we went to Paisley Park, we recorded, um, and he was on like a speaker. Ah. Yeah, and. I remember we were just like, does he like it? Like, he listened to us. It was so, and they were like, he likes it. <laughs> and he, she said, and then the next part of the interview, it transitions, it shows First Avenue. And she said, then I get a, a text message. And if you just tuned in, it's Lizzo on, on Letterman's Netflix show. Lizzo said she received a text message saying that Prince had passed and she jumped on the first plane and flew to Minneapolis and performed in the intersection in front mm. of First Avenue that night. Oh, and yeah, that's right. She, yeah. And, you know, Dave, David kind of uh, poked fun a little bit at, he's like, is there really a music scene in Minneapolis? He goes, you hear about it. He wasn't poking fun, but he was investigating. He's like, you know, you hear people talk about the Minneapolis scene. You hear, you heard Prince talk about it. And Lizzo went to defend. She goes, at any given night, she goes, every music venue is full with diverse talent of every genre. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but she said it, there is absolutely a scene. And then that's when she started talking about the fact that if she had her druthers, she would have conducted her whole career from Minneapolis, from mm-hmm. the Twin Cities. Wow. She said, but what, what had happened was, you know, she started being flown out to L.A. And she goes, and then what they do is they put you in a hotel. And then they put you in a short-term apartment. And then before you know it, 
uh, you know, you got your first contract, you're making money, you, you, the epicenter of your career, uh, the, the galaxy moves west, and y- you end up just staying in, in L.A. She said, but... It's just if, easier and more yeah, comfortable. She, but she said if she had a choice, she would have stayed here. She wow, had, and, and cool. Yeah. yeah, it was... It's great. She got Dave to rap, which was <laughs> which oh, was boy. hysterical. <laughs> um, yeah, tricked him into doing that. So it it was just a great interview, and and once again, very very Howard Stern like. We were already a fan. I, I can yeah. only speak for myself. I already love her. I walked away loving her more. Just just love, and oh, well, especially because so cool. she worked at McCormick and Schmicks and he dined, and that just <laughs> made me. I just never forget that. But. Yeah, it was a good interview. Uh, well, I'll be watching this weekend for sure. Yeah. The whole season. I can't wait to watch the Chappelle one. Again, yeah. that's the only one I haven't watched. Have you, Lex? No, I haven't. Nope. Nope. It was just um, Kim K and and Robert Downey Jr. And I didn't even finish that one yet, but I'm I'm deep into it. So, um, but, but yeah, I love the show. I, I think that also doing it from her home, it gives a nice, a nice intimacy. Yeah. Um, that I'm sure, you know, you don't feel with that big crowd and on a stage can't eat a button this up uh phil jones did some research i guess doll started in 77 so oh he yeah. looks young he does he hasn't aged yeah. a bit gosh i loved it when dave would come into the red lobster in roseville yes. i loved that you when i first moved don't, here you don't get it dave's like 95 right now. <laughs> no <laughs> oh my god he's like a big family He's, oh. It's the portrait of Dorian Gray. Come on. Yeah. Never age. He stays the same oh, age. His picture gets old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month brought to you by Southern Lights and Dr. Lisa Weiss at a cosmetic surgery and spa. A great list of resources can be found on our website. Just t- uh, type in keyword awareness. When we come back, fun 7 o'clock hours ahead. So go get some more prune juice, some grapefruit juice, some pineapple juice, and meet us back here in a little bit. Pop quiz, what can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.